Welcome to the Fortinet Cyber Resilience and Financial Services Podcast. This is our second in a series of podcasts talking about strategies for enhancing the resilience of financial institutions. Our focus is on the upcoming European Union Digital Operations Resilience Act, better known and a lot easier to say as DORA. I'm Joe Robertson, your host for this series. I'm the Fortinet Chief Information Security Officer for Europe, Middle East, and Africa. In this episode, we're going to talk about risk management. This is, of course, a very broad subject. So our focus will be on the DORA regulation and the sorts of activities and strategies that financial institutions are going to have to conform to. To discuss this subject, I have two guests today. Ricardo Ferreira is a colleague in the Fortinet office of the CISO and was part of the first episode in the series. And that's the one that gave us an overview of DORA. Welcome, Ricardo. Thank you, Joe. And this time, I have another guest. Frederick Ballara is Enterprise Architect in the Fortinet Strategic Account Program. Welcome to the podcast, Fred. I'm pleased to be here, Joe. Now, I'm going to be asking Fred about practical help that Fortinet can provide to financial services organizations to get ready for DORA. But let's get started. In our first episode, we talked about the global impact that DORA is going to have on the financial sector, as well as on providers of services to the financial sector. So now it's time to look under the covers at some of the details of specific aspects of the regulation. And today, the focus is on, as I mentioned before, risk management, specifically the management of cyber risks. Keep in mind that DORA is a proposed regulation of the European Union for the financial services sector. It's already gone through preliminary approvals at the European Parliament level and will now go out to the 27 countries for approval. It is expected that this will take about six months, give or take, which means we're likely to see DORA approved towards the end of 2022 or early in 2023. Ricardo, DORA covers a variety of subjects, including governance, the reporting of cybersecurity incidents, and information sharing. Specifically for today, what kind of risk management framework is being required by DORA? Hi, Joe. So before I jump into the question, I would just like to bring two points of a macro tendencies regarding resilience. The first is that the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, specifically the Divisions of Examinations, announces 2022 priorities. And guess what? Supposedly, according to the text, there's going to be a focus on private funds, new technologies on the investment space, and finally, social aspects of financial service governance and resilience. So it seems that they are also following the path of the EU and also making sure that they want to bring more resilience for the financial services. Secondly, in the UK on the May 25th, uh, the Operational Resilience Summit happened on which Operational Resilience was addressed with topics such as the graceful degradation, on how to create um, outsourcing arrangements in order to mitigate the disruption, and obviously also how to architect and modernize the FSI legacy systems. But actually, one quote that I would like to bring, which I think is super important for our audience to understand, which is the following. 
operational resilience is not something a small team of experts can achieve. It requires firms to think differently and integrate resilience in the way that they do business. So Joe, going back to your question, what kind of risk management is being required? Dora, in their legislative test, they asked for FSI to have strategies, policies, procedures, ICT protocols, and tools which are necessary to duly and effectively protect all the relevant physical components and infrastructures. So in a very simple words, making sure that we have the processes, the tools to protect our technology state. Okay, that's pretty clear. And it sounds like uh, Dora is uh, obviously not unique in the world, that this is a subject that a lot of governments are looking into. So I'd like to actually move away from the theory, in fact, you know, what is in the regulation, to the practical. So I'm going to turn to Fred. How can Fortinet help financial services companies fulfill the requirements that Ricardo has given us an outline of? Joe, Fortinet delivers an integrated security architecture approach. We call it at Fortinet the Fortinet Security Fabric. This enables accurate reporting and efficient management on sensitive private data to help financial organizations eliminate operational costs associated with compliance audit. For example, dedicated staff hours spent on manually compiling of reports. All of this while reducing the risk of incurring severe regulatory penalties that result from a successful bridge event. DORA is driving adoption for the necessary safeguards to mitigate cyber attacks and other risks. At Fortinet, we have the, what we call the security rating service, which is providing best practice for regulation, such as the payment card industry data security standards, uh, namely called uh, PCI DSS and real-time tracking, uh, tracking reporting against uh, security standards such as the, uh, the NIST and the Center for uh, Internet uh, Security, uh, named CIS. As part of the service, our customers receive their own security posture score and are able to monitor their information and communication technology, ICT risk management efficiency, uh, and prompt implementation of corrective measures. Okay, so we've got several services at Fortinet that can help financial institutions in their quest to enhance their cybersecurity uh, and be aligned with the DORA regulation. In fact, I just made a little comment about DORA being theoretical, but in fact, there are a number of very real requirements that it outlines. Ricardo, I'm going to look back to you to ask what specific activities are there in DORA that FSIs are going to have to do. Just like you were saying, one, one point that I also want to come across is that uh, there's different governments also trying to go for this resilience. And actually, where DORA breaks apart is that DORA is very prescriptive in the type of activities. Uh, on the legislative text, they say that the firms will need to do vulnerability assessments in order to understand their current state, what vulnerabilities are present and how to mitigate them. Another topic is also the open source analysis. We all seen with the recent uh, third party um, vulnerabilities that there are in open source software and so on, that firms also need to make sure that they do open source analysis, understand what are the libraries, use attestation, 
understand the software bill of materials and so on. But for me, the most important and the one that also resonates with Fortinet, as Fred's going to explain, is the requirement of network security assessments. So the DORA text requires firm to do network security assessments. And obviously, in, in some cases, they will also want to go further. And that further means that they need to do pen testing. And in some cases, depending on the firm, they will need to do threat-led pen testing. That means like real-world uh, red teaming where you have ha um, hackers try to come in and use vulnerabilities in order to get foothold of your infrastructure. Okay, so clearly there are lots of areas that cybersecurity professionals in finance are going to have to be thinking about. Fred, you know, Ricardo just covered a number of activities and actions. Could you explain to us what Fortinet brings to the party when it comes to getting ready for this aspect of DORA? Sure, Joe. So Fortinet does offer a full panel of capabilities and services that can help uh, FSI in getting ready for, uh, for DORA. I just want to name a few here. First of all, I can refer to uh, the Fortinet cloud delivering penetration testing. We call, we call it in Fortinet uh, FortiPen test. This is a service which is designed and used the Fortinet extensive FortiGuard research results and knowledge base to test target systems for security vulnerability. Secondly, I'd like to talk about application security. So Fortinet has here is offering to our customer capabilities to a cloud assessment of application security when it comes to security testing. It helps the customer to enable application security by finding security vulnerabilities in the application right in the early stage of the development lifecycle. It allows the developers to find and fix issues quickly before even the applications goes to production. In the cloud arena, Fortinet ha has also some capabilities and offers services uh, around posture assessment. Enables customers to lower business risk, aug augment the skill staff, and execute a cloud in a thoughtful manner. Through this service, Fortinet assesses the cloud deployment to identify potential risk and provide recommendations to improve your overall security level. Joe, this is only to pick up a few of what Fortinet is proposed. I can encourage our listeners today to look at our public website for an exhaustive lookout. I can't uh, do anything but echo that. Uh, absolutely. We've got such a, a wide range of solutions that I think it is very important to take a look at Fortinet.com for uh, getting more information on some of these potential services for you. You know, before we finish, I'd like to bring up something that was at least a partial driver for the development of Dora. And of course, I'm referring to the C word, what you were just talking about, Fred, cloud. As FSI is adopting more and more cloud-based solutions, there is in fact a focus in Dora on service providers. Now, as we mentioned in our first episode, Anyone who provides services to the finance industry has specific responsibilities and obligations. Now, this could be big cloud providers like AWS, Azure, Google Cloud Platform, as well as smaller companies that are providing targeted services. What will the impact on them be? Ricardo, does this mean that with Dora, there is a shared responsibility for risk governance? Who is responsible for what between the financial institution and the provider of services to it? 
So Joe, on the Doratex, there's um, a section for critical third-party providers. And like you said, the cloud providers fit nicely into that category because that's also what has been driving this adoption, this digital transformation on FSI. So the provisions on Dora are mainly twofold. You can see that there's like a risk reduction on terms of contracts on how you identify the risk concentration issues. What that means is that you need to understand where, what are your workloads and which cloud provider you use or third service party provider you use in order to reduce the risk concentration. Secondly, you also need to have clear exit strategies in the contracts, meaning that if you go with a cloud provider or a third service provider, you need to make sure that you have exit strategies that if you need to move for some reason, you need to move it in a certain amount of time. And making sure also, the last one is also from a contract perspective, is also making sure that the third party respects the regulatory requirements. And these regulatory requirements will be implemented by the ESAs, the European Supervisory Authorities, such as DBA, the IOP, and ESMA, right? And finally, to answer also your question, uh, the risk framework of all parties will require adopting uh, a defined number of audits, monitoring, and making sure, and this is key, making sure that the FSIs also have the necessary skill or FTEs to audit these third service providers. So all of these necessary requirements will be submitted within one year of the entry of force of the DORA regulation, Joe. Okay, so we should be seeing all of these requirements, I would say, by the end of 2023, beginning of 2024. Would that be right? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, if I were providing services to financial institutions, the big question that comes to my mind are what kinds of risk mitigation factors can I put in place? And to answer that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to Fred. Can you help us with that area? Yeah, Joe. Uh, so financial institutions are deploying workloads in multiple clouds, as, as we just discussed before. Many have faced challenges in managing their security and staying continuously compliant. This has been recognized and referred as management of ICT third-party risk within the DORA regulation. It's important that IT professionals maintain a number of best practices when actively securing multi-cloud environments. Uh, and I would refer especially in the following dimension. The first one is all about securing the application. Indeed, when it comes to cloud-based cyber attacks, applications hosted in the cloud have been long uh, being a preferred attack target by cyber criminals. The application endpoint use needs system controls and advanced threat protection capabilities can identify known and unknown vulnerabilities and prevent them from being successfully exploited. FortiWeb, the Fortinet industry-leading web application firewall, all offer on all ma major cloud platforms, secure the web service services APIs, as well as the front-end web applications from known and unknown threats. The second practice is all about extending network segmentation to the cloud. Financial service organizations utilizing cloud services need to ensure that private, hybrid, and public clouds are deployed effective network segmentation that protocol access and limit the probability of malware attacks spreading across silos, cloud, and ultimately lateral network movement. In this space, Fortinet proposed FortiGate, the industry-leading firewall in a virtual machine uh, fashion deployed in cloud security hubs using a service block model 
providing infant-based segmentation. This builds access and segment based on user identity or business logics and adjusts the rules dynamically in response to continuous trust assessment. And finally, I'd like to refer to uh, our capabilities when it comes to dynamic threat intelligence. Uh, a comprehensive cloud security solution should integrate dynamic threat fields, helping to identify malicious entities that should become dynamic objects which are continuously blocked. At Fortinet, we call that FortiGuard Labs, uh, which is offering to our customers the largest security research and analyst teams in the industry with experts around the world. It helps our customer to block malware, botnet, mobile, and zero-day vulnerabilities. Additionally, FortiGuard Labs maintain an integrated threat intelligence ecosystem with more than 200 security intelligence partnership and collaboration. Okay, Fred, so you've talked to us about services that Fortinet can provide. You've talked about products that uh, work in the web, in the cloud, and we've got physical products that do the same thing, 40 web, 40 gate uh, available in the cloud, and 40 guard labs, which is providing the threat intelligence for all of those products. So with that, Frederick Ballera and Ricardo Ferreira, I'd like to thank both of you very much for this insightful conversation. I've actually learned a lot about strategies for financial institutions and how they can deal with risk management in light of DORA. I think it's really been useful for our audience as well. To our audience, please be sure to stay close for our next episode of the Fortinet Cyber Resilience in Financial Services podcast, when we're going to be taking a look at threat intelligence, especially what information on threats is available to financial organizations and how they can share it within the DORA framework. I'm Joe Robertson with Fortinet. Thank you for your attention. We'll be back soon with the next episode of Cyber Resilience in Financial Services. 